Welcome and thank you so much for joining your host, Rusty Moy. Not only that I am excited that we're going into summer because our children will be getting out of school and there will be so many opportunities for our children to grow, advance, and create a space for so many. And together, we're creating a space for our young people. We're giving them opportunities now more than we have ever given our young people. Why? Because we believe in their vision, we believe in our ta- their talent, and we believe in their creativity. That's make this summer rewarding for all children, no matter where you live, your demographic, your ethnicity. That's make our children a success. Give them that opportunity now rather than later. In episode one, I want to discuss heart challenges hate. Heart challenges hate. Okay. Heart challenges hate means it's aiming to respond with knowledge, informed and reasoned, discoursed, faith and reason to the prevalence of hatred, bigotry and violence we are experiencing right here in America today. It is our assumption and our responsibility today to speak against the injustice and violence. Let's not sit there and keep waiting for another hate crime to happen, to appear. Let's step up and not fall to assumption and realize what's going on, but do something about it. But most importantly, I want to discuss a few things here. And the few things I want to discuss It's what's going on right now and how a lot of us, we know it. We know what's going on. We understand it. It's going on in our schools. It's going on at our workplace. It's going on in our church. It's going on in the places we patronize. And we know that it's going on over and over and over again. But I want to break this down a little bit more. A little bit more. Let's talk about hate and love. First see him, okay? Even if the hate is in our culture, it isn't our fault. It isn't our problem. But how do we stop the hate and help heal the pain? Well, I once was told, say love is what douches the hate. Seek the Lord about what this looks like in your life. How would God have you love today? Think about that. How would God have you love today? How would he see it? How would he see the hate? How would he see the lies? How would he see the imperfections? How would he see the murdering? How would he see it in the eyes of God? How would he see it? Would these things keep continuously happening? Would he feel that tomorrow is going to be better? Would he feel that Is the person's fault because of the way they look, the color of their skin, the way they have their hair, the way they speak, their sexual preference? Would he say that's okay? No, he would not. Then we speak to him. As you speak him about what love looks like in your own life, speak him into the next generation. God wants us to actively love other people, not just in words, but in deed and in truth. What is truth? What is honesty? What is your Jesus story about love? What do you feel it is about? I want to hear from you. I'm going to post a question and I want to hear a response from you. I'm going to do a little trivia, a little Q&A because I want to know we're stirring up in your pot. How do you feel about what's going on? How do you believe God perceives the hate, the crimes, the lies? The unfairness. Well, word, God, what are you saying to me? The word, God, what are you saying to me? Well, I'm going to continue a little bit more. I'm going to dive in. Hate is powerful. Most importantly, hate is a powerful force that initiates people to battle against one another. But the scripture always says hatred stirs up or triggers conflict. What is conflict? Conflict is something that 
a lot of people stir up, but they don't know what it's about. They don't understand the true meaning behind conflict and how to resolve a conflict. And when a conflict presents itself, what do you do in the middle of a conflict? A lot of people don't know. They start more and more on top of more conflict. But I'll tell you the definition of a conflict is a serious disagreement or argument, typically a protractive one. Okay? Protractive one. Tongue twister. Sorry about that. But that is a conflict. And people have it all the time. But when they think of a conflict, they think of a fight, a battle, a war. But why don't we look at the resolution to our conflicts so we can stop having conflicts every day that results to gun violence? Right? The person's murdered because of conflict. Let's find our resolution and stop having conflicts. Unnecessary conflicts over the summer. Unnecessary conflicts in schools. Unnecessary conflicts with neighbors. Unnecessary conflict with relationships. Unnecessary conflicts on the job. Let's find a way to resolve and get a resolution to break up the barrier, break up the situation of the conflict. And stop allowing the conflict to bury in our brain. Every time you turn around, you're stirring up something. Stop stirring the pot of conflict and stir the pot of resolution. I want to speak right now about a definition on what a resolution is. Because folks think they know, but they really don't know. What is a resolution? People don't know what a resolution is. They always want to know what the conflict is. Well, the resolution today, what the resolution means, something decided as a resolution, the act of solving, they went to court for the resolution of the matter, the solution of a problem. They found a resolution to the dispute. Also, the statement of the feelings, wishes, or decisions of a group, the resolution of a dispute. They found a resolution to it, right? So there wouldn't continuously be a dispute. Now, let's talk a little bit about the definition of a dispute. We talk about conflicts. Let's talk about the dispute. A disagreement, an argument, or a debate that sometimes leads to someone losing their life, their home, their job, their child, their family, and much, much more. When it all could be broken down, changed, and taken out the anger. And finding the resolution. That's what it all comes down to. Being able to think outside the box. Think outside of what is triggering you. Not allowing people to be your trigger. Not allowing people to work through you and tear you apart. Ignore the atmosphere of what's going on. If we learn to ignore and be better and find a resolution, we won't be picking up a handgun because we will know the, what's going to happen when we pick up this handgun, the, 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 um, the uh, actions that's going to take behind the handgun and what that's going to resolve. Nothing but more attitude, more drama, more finances, and more issues to come. Taking another person's life is not the resolution. Arguing on a battlefield is not the resolution. Tearing someone down to the ground is not the resolution. Find the resolution today. Don't go in tomorrow with another conflict. I want to go into the ending of this year conflict free. I said once I want to go into the end of the year debt free. I want to go into this ending of this year conflict free. Okay? I don't need a conflict. I don't need a trigger. But I need a resolution of me to know what I'm doing so there wouldn't be a conflict. Know who you are in the inside. Know who you are and what you're doing. So once you know who you are, the plant is already inside of you. You don't have to walk around to find a definition for other people of who you are. Know your definition, know your purpose, and stop stirring up conflict. In your family, in your home, in your marriage, in your relationship, at the grocery store, at your workplace, in your business, and every and in the church. 
a lot of times, stop stirring up conflict. Conjuring something. Gotta got something. Gotta have something to go with. It gotta be in your spirit because it's like I gotta get this going on because I gotta feel great. Feel great from the moment you step out the house because you know that you're doing what you need to do and you don't need to stir up a conflict. Okay. Hate is filled with unkind behavior, cruel words, and an evil action. Okay. That's what hate is. We got a lot of that in this country. A lot of that in this country and other countries. How do we break down the hate? And I'm going to have an episode on this. Why do we have hate? How do we remove the hate? And where does the hate come from? That will be the next, that will be the resolution to our problem. That will be an episode 102. Where did it come from? Why do we continuously conjure the hate? Where did it come from and why we continue to carry it as a full armor on our shoulders? Why? And we will discuss that with a guest on the next episode. Why? And it's in every individual. Don't matter your class, your demographics, your ethnicity. It's in every individual, some type of form of hate. Let it go. It's not worth it. That's what I say to you. Hate. Now, that's define what hate is, because I want to define these words and say them here lively so people could know not to use them because sometimes they don't even know what they're conjuring. Okay, hate is feeling intense or passionate dislike for someone you dislike this person and have hatred and you don't even know them. You're conscientious these thoughts in your brain and you have no idea what you're doing and what it's going to lead to because it's inside your core. You can't remove it and you don't know what to do with your own self. So you walk around with hate and destructor, destructiveness in your heart and mind. Imagine a person walking around like that every day, 365 days a year, encountering love. They encountering hate and they connect with love. Imagine how that full buster is going to blow up in the street. Okay. The extreme dislike or disgust of hate, ill will or resentment. Listen to this guys. The resentment that is usually mutual. It ain't never mutual. It's usually one way and the other person that moved on. And if you want to go two way and continue to follow this individual, you're the biggest fool because you shouldn't follow Prejudice, hostility, or animosity of an old racial prejudice and national hatred to someone. That is some strong words that I don't even want to entertain because it takes too much of my good energy, the good love, the goodness, and all the oomph that I have in the inside of me to air that. I once told somebody, I'm saved, but I'm not perfect. I'm saved, but I'm human. I'm saved, but I don't have to go to church every Sunday because I'm saved. I know what I'm walking in. Okay. I don't need anyone to ridicule me for what I didn't do. But I need you to appreciate all the good that I have done. How about that? Don't ridicule me for what I haven't done and what I ain't going to do. Wait for all the goodness that I have done. Okay. When I look at certain things in life now, at my age, in the direction I'm going in, I say, I need my peace. Five, six years ago, I might have said, I'm going to do this. Right now, I need my peace. And I want to be around peaceful people, people that want to do the same. I don't need noise. I don't need drama. I don't need hate. I don't need disgust. I don't need resentment. I don't need prejudiceness. I don't need any of those things to the extreme to tear me down from what I'm doing. Imagine you working with somebody on a nine to five every single day and their disgust against you has tear down your whole spirit, your whole rim, your whole work environment because of the hate they have for you. Because you allow that hate to resonate in your soul. And now you're walking around thinking you done done something all day. Knowing that's the hate they carry, the full armor in their body, you didn't put that in your body. Take it out of their body and keep it in their body. Because that's the hate they carry. That's the armor they carry. 
That's the resentment they carry. That's the dislike they carry. I told somebody just a week ago, stop allowing people to take over your soul. They said, what? Stop allowing people to take over your soul. How can you let one individual stir up, conjure air, tell lies, manipulate the situation, and you know who you are? The only way they can do that is you don't know who you are. One thing a person don't want is to be ignored. Second thing, they don't want to be tuned out. Third thing, they don't want to know that they're irrelevant. When you do these three things, my seafood told me whack when I was in martial arts. Ignore, tune out, and don't even recognize the circumstance. Continue doing what you do. Our seafood used to teach us that and I learned that in martial arts school. No one wants to be ignored. No one wants to be tuned out. Tune out the atmosphere. When a person see they tuned out, they got to tune in. Because when people are being tuned out, they don't want to be tuned out for too long. Because you know why? They're going to say, I'm not relevant no more. She didn't tune me out. She didn't turn me off. She didn't turn the remote control off. She didn't turn the music down. She didn't move into another position. She didn't step into another door. He didn't walk over into another direction. He's walking under another tunnel. He didn't got up on the 76 expressway. Nobody wants to be ignored. No one wants to be tuned out. If you could do anything to anyone that is in disgust or hatred to you, tune them out in the atmosphere. You don't even exist. You ain't even on my level. You ain't even ready for prime time. You haven't got there yet. Wait till you get there and come back and see me. When people see they being tuned out of the atmosphere, they get the real disgust. Now, I really don't like him. Now, I don't like her. I don't like him. Because you know why? They being tuned out of the atmosphere. My late pastor used to talk about that. Shut it down. Don't keep it going. Don't keep conjuring nonsense. You keep conjuring nonsense and it's going to break you down. Okay. That's why our country is conjured up with a bunch of handguns, a bunch of violence. And we got all this going on because people are conjuring up foolishness. Things in their mind that don't exist. Hate in their brain that's not even relevant. Dislike for something that they don't even know why they dislike it. A lot of conjuring of nothing. Taking innocent lives for nothing. Handguns rolling around the street and they're getting into everyone's hands. I'm not going to say the wrong hands. Everyone's hands. Because any hand that is in could be coincidentally the wrong hand to kill someone's loved one. Okay? We've seen the massive shootings that have been going on. We've been seeing people being gunned down for years and years and years. But we keep saying they have mental illness. They need to be into a hospital. They need to take their medication. But no one said, or maybe a few, had said it was hate. It was disgust. It was anger. It was rage. It was resentment. If they continue to work on what's going on and get a resolution, we won't have to worry about all this with these handguns. We ain't got to worry about people getting gunned down in front of their house. We don't have to worry about mass shootings on South Street. We don't have to worry about people getting killed in Buffalo up there at the supermarket. Because you know why? They made a resolution to the gun laws. If you make a resolution to what's going on, we don't have to keep being sad and saying, I got to get ready for another circumstance. It won't be a circumstance if we fix what's going on currently. Get the situation resolved. You got to get a learner's permit to get on the road. You got to get a driver's license to drive a car. You got to have insurance for the vehicle. And we take the same protocols to get on the road to get these handguns off out of the wrong hands and out of these folks' hands and houses, things will be much better off. We won't have people in the media standing up there saying, well, I'm reporting live. And we got another situation and this is happening here and we're truly sorry and we got to take interviews because it wouldn't happen if we had a resolution. But it takes a stand. It takes a commitment. It takes people being knowledgeable. It takes people being aware. It takes people knowing what the resolution is, understanding hate from not hating someone, understanding why you hate this person, understanding unkind behavior, evil actions. Indignity and understanding when you're in a battle for real, when you're in war 
at the war zone, in the army, in Afghanistan, and in all this, you're on the battlefield, you're in war. When you're in your neighborhood, you're not in war. When you're on South Street, you're not in war. When you're at the nightclub, you're not in war. When you're in the church building, you're not in war. When you're at the mosque jig, you're not in war. When you're in the nail salon, you're not in war. People don't know when they're in war yet. Put the handguns down. We don't want no more people getting gunned down in any country for the rest of the summer. We have a lot of innocent children playing outside, riding up and down, just trying to live a normal life on residential streets. How can we be better and protect our children if we keep having these evil actions? So it'd be another loved one being gunned down, another nine-year-old getting gunned down, another 11-year-old getting gunned down. We had another senior citizen getting gunned down. Another young lady coming back from the hair salon or pulling up in her car getting gunned down senselessly. Innocent. Didn't have nothing to do with the situation. Didn't have nothing to do with the evil action. Didn't have nothing to do with the evil thoughts. Didn't have nothing to do with the hate. Put it down and ain't worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I can't stress this enough. I've lost loved ones in my own family because of gun violence. I don't want to lose another. People got to stand up for what's right. The same regulations we have, I reiterate. For getting on the road to drive a vehicle should be the same regulations and even much more for the gun laws. Someone said to me, why can't you be 65 years old to even get a handgun? At least you know they understand. You know a senior citizen ain't going to kill unless they push in that circumstance. All I say is, put it down. Put the hate down. Not the handgun. Put the handgun down too. But put the hate down. Put it down. Please put it down. Get it out of your spirit. Get rid of it. Go talk to somebody. You ain't got to. You ain't got to do it. This don't have to be your solution. Cause it's going to be another innocent person. This doesn't have to be the solution. There's a lot of solutions. People think that they're enraged. And they just want to kill everybody because they want to just get it off their chest. That's not the resolution. Find out what the circumstance at hand is and put the guns down. I continue with this episode. Only love is strong enough to cover or soothe the force of hate. What conflicts do we see caused by the hate in our home, our country right now? Where does hate lead? Self-destruct. In the prison. Jobless, no finances, no home, no family. That's where the hate going to lead. It ain't worth it. It's not worth it. You're going to be left with nothing. You ain't going to even have the handgun because you didn't think. You didn't think about it for a minute. The minute I'm in rage, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to think about it and say, what is the repercussions if I do this? What's going to happen to my future? Where am I going to go? And then my family. I can't be so selfish because they depend upon me. Think about the family first, not you and your emotions. Most things are congeared on your emotions, not your brain power. Don't congeer your emotions because a broken heart can, can hurt. A broken heart can kill. A broken heart can destroy. A broken heart can do a whole lot of things and regret it in 24 hours. Don't let that broken heart be the, the killer. Don't let the broken heart be the one to make the suggestions for your life. Don't let that broken heart do that. Where does love lead? To a better life, to success, to greatness, to happiness. To a better outlook on life, to help someone. To be a leader, to be a director, to be someone that's in charge, to make initiative. Maybe to someday to make a decision. Uh, the right decision for someone. What is the outcome you want to see, guys? What is the outcome or which outcome do you want to see of change? I want to make sure that the gun laws for number one is put together properly and a safety measure. Proper training. The proper age that you're not underage getting a handgun. That there's proper consent. 
the policies and form the proper way, right? I want to see more safe havens for children, more programming for our children, ways to keep our children out of harm's way and into safety. What I want to see is Congress, state representatives, senators, council, being a part of everything. We already taking part, but let's step up into it a little bit more. Let's be more proactive with regulations and policies. Let's make sure that we implement the policy properly that works to the advantage of the people that are suffering. That's what I want to see. Hate crushes live, devastates families, shatters communities. Hate fuels wars and takes lives. And sometimes we see crowds of all Thank you so much for joining your host, Rusty Moy. Not only that I am excited that we're going into summer because our children will be getting out of school and there will be so many opportunities for our children to grow, advance, and create a space for so many. And together, we're creating a space for our young people. We're giving them opportunities now more than we have ever given our young people. Why? Because we believe in their vision. We believe in our ta their talent. And we believe in their creativity. Let's make this summer rewarding for all children. No matter where you live, your demographic, your ethnicity. Let's make our children a success. Give them that opportunity now rather than later. In episode one, I want to discuss heart challenges hate. Heart challenges hate. Okay. Heart challenges hate means it's aiming to respond with knowledge informed and reasoned, discoursed, faith and reason to the prevalence of hatred, bigotry, and violence we are experiencing right here in America today. It is our assumption and our responsibility today to speak against the injustice and violence. Let's not sit there and keep waiting for another hate crime to happen to appear. Let's step up and not fall to assumption and realize what's going on, but do something about it. But most importantly, I want to discuss a few things here. And the few things I want to discuss it's what's going on right now and how a lot of us, they, we know it. We know what's going on. We understand it. It's going on in our schools. It's going on at our workplace. It's going on in our church. It's going on in the places we patronize. And we know that it's going on over and over and over again. But I want to break this down a little bit more. A little bit more. Let's talk about hate and love. First see him, okay? Even if the hate is in our culture, it isn't our fault. It isn't our problem. But how do we stop the hate and help heal the pain? Well, I once was told, say love is what douches the hate. Seek the Lord about what this looks like in your life. How would God have you love today? Think about that. How would God have you love today? How would he see it? How would he see the hate? How would he see the lies? How would he see the imperfections? How would he see the murdering? How would he see it in the eyes of God? How would he see it? Would these things keep continuously happening? Would he feel that tomorrow is going to be better? Would he feel that it's the person's fault because of the way they look, the color of their skin, the way they have their hair, the way they speak, 
their sexual preference, would he say that's okay? No, he would not. Then we speak to him. As you speak him about what love looks like in your own life, speak him into the next generation. God wants us to actively love other people, not just in words, but in deed and in truth. What is truth? What is honesty? What is your Jesus story about love? What do you feel it is about? I want to hear from you. I'm going to post a question and I want to hear a response from you. I'm going to do a little trivia, a little Q&A, because I want to know we're stirring up in your pot. How do you feel about what's going on? How do you believe God perceives the hate, the crimes, the lies, the unfairness? Well, word, God, what are you saying to me? The word, God, what are you saying to me? Well, I'm going to continue a little bit more. I'm going to dive in. Hate is powerful. Most importantly, hate is a powerful force that initiates people to battle against one another. But the scripture always says hatred stirs up or triggers conflict. What is conflict? Conflict is something that a lot of people stir up, but they don't know what it's about. They don't understand the true meaning behind conflict and how to resolve a conflict. And when a conflict presents itself. What do you do in the middle of a conflict? A lot of people don't know. They start more and more on top of more conflict. But I'll tell you the definition of a conflict is a serious disagreement or argument, simply a protractive one. Okay? Protractive one. Tongue twister. Sorry about that. But that is a conflict. And people have it all the time. But when they think of a conflict, they think of a fight, a battle, a war. But why don't we look at the resolution to our conflicts so we can stop having conflicts every day that results to gun violence, right? The person's murdered because of conflict. Let's find our resolution and stop having conflicts, unnecessary conflicts over the summer, unnecessary conflicts in schools, unnecessary conflicts with neighbors, unnecessary conflict with relationships, unnecessary conflicts on the job. Let's find a way to resolve and get a resolution to break up the barrier, break up the situation of the conflict. And stop allowing the conflict to bury in our brain. Every time you turn around, you're stirring up something. Stop stirring the pot of conflict and stir the pot of resolution. I want to speak right now about a definition on what a resolution is. Because folks think they know, but they really don't know. What is a resolution? People don't know what a resolution is. They always want to know what the conflict is. Well, the resolution today, what the resolution means, something decided as a resolution, the act of solving, they went to court for the resolution of the matter, the solution of a problem. They found a resolution to the dispute. Also, the statement of the feelings, wishes, or decisions of a group, the resolution of a dispute. They found a resolution to it, right? So there wouldn't continuously be a dispute. Now, let's talk a little bit about the definition of a dispute. We talk about conflicts. Let's talk about the dispute. A disagreement, an argument, or a debate that sometimes leads to someone losing their life, their home, their job, their child, their family, and much, much more. When it all could be broken down, changed, and taken out the anger. And finding the resolution. That's what it all comes down to. Being able to think outside the box. Think outside of what is triggering you. Not allowing people to be your trigger. Not allowing people to work through you and tear you apart. Ignore the atmosphere of what's going on. If we learn to ignore and be better and find a resolution, we won't be picking up a handgun because we will know the, what's going to happen when we pick up this handgun, the, 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 um, the uh, actions that's going to take behind the handgun. 
And what that's going to resolve? Nothing. But more attitude, more drama, more finances, and more issues to come. Taking another person's life is not the resolution. Arguing on the battlefield is not the resolution. Tearing someone down to the ground is not the resolution. Find the resolution today. Don't go in tomorrow with another conflict. I want to go into the ending of this year conflict free. I said once I want to go into the end of the year debt free. I want to go into this ending of this year conflict free. Okay. I don't need a conflict. I don't need a trigger. But I need a resolution of me to know what I'm doing so there wouldn't be a conflict. Know who you are in the inside. Know who you are and what you're doing. So once you know who you are, the plant is already inside of you. You don't have to walk around to find a definition for other people of who you are. Know your definition. Know your purpose. And stop stirring up conflict. In your family, in your home, in your marriage, in your relationship, at the grocery store, at your workplace, in your business, and every and in the church, a lot of times, stop stirring up conflict. Conjuring something. Gotta got something, gotta have something to go with. It gotta be in your spirit. Because it's like I gotta get this going on because I gotta feel great. Feel great from the moment you step out the house because you know that you're doing what you need to do and you don't need to stir up a conflict. Okay? Hate is filled with unkind behavior, cruel words, and an evil action. Okay? That's what hate is. We got a lot of that in this country. A lot of that in this country and other countries. How do we break down the hate? And I'm going to have an episode on this. Why do we have hate? How do we remove the hate? And where does the hate come from? That will be the, next res- that will be the resolution to our problem. That will be an episode 102. Where did it come from? Why do we continuously conjure the hate? Where did it come from? And why we continue to carry it as a full armor on our shoulders? Why? And we will discuss that with a guest on the next episode. Why? And it's in every individual, don't matter your class, your demographics, your ethnicity, it's in every individual, some type of form of hate. Let it go. It's not worth it. That's what I say to you. Hate. Now that's define what hate is. Because I want to define these words and say them here lively so people can know not to use them because sometimes they don't even know what they're conjuring. Okay. Hate is feeling intense or passionate dislike for someone. You dislike this person and have hatred and you don't even know them. You're conscientious these thoughts in your brain and you have no idea what you're doing and what it's going to lead to. Because it's inside your core. You can't remove it and you don't know what to do with your own self. So you walk around with hate and destructor, destructiveness in your heart and mind. Imagine a person walking around like that every day, 365 days a year, encountering love. They're encountering hate and they connect with love. Imagine how that full buster is going to blow up in the street. Okay. The extreme dislike or disgust of hate, ill will or resentment. Listen to this, guys. The resentment that is usually mutual. It ain't never mutual. It's usually one way and the other person that moved on. And if you want to go two way and continue to follow this individual, you're the biggest fool because you shouldn't follow. Prejudice, hostility or animosity of an old racial prejudice and national hatred to someone. That is some strong words. That I don't even want to entertain because it takes too much of my good energy, the good love, the goodness, and all the umph that I have in the inside of me to conchier that. I once told somebody, I'm saved, but I'm not perfect. I'm saved, but I'm human. I'm saved, but I don't have to go to church every Sunday because I'm saved. I know what I'm walking in. Okay. I don't need anyone to ridicule me for what I didn't do. 
but I need you to appreciate all the good that I have done. How about that? Don't ridicule me for what I haven't done and what I ain't going to do. Wait for all the goodness that I have done. Okay? When I look at certain things in life now, at my age, in the direction I'm going in, I say I need my peace. Five, six years ago, I might have said, I'm going to do this. Right now, I need my peace. And I want to be around peaceful people, people that want to do the same. I don't need noise. I don't need drama. I don't need hate. I don't need disgust. I don't need resentment. I don't need prejudiceness. I don't need any of those things to the extreme to tear me down from what I'm doing. I imagine you working with somebody on a nine to five every single day and their disgust against you has tear down your whole spirit, your whole rim, your whole work environment because of the hate they have for you. Because you allow that hate to resonate in your soul and now you're walking around thinking you done done something all day. Knowing that's the hate they carry, the full armor in their body, you didn't put that in your body. Take it out of their body and keep it in their body. Because that's the hate they carry. That's the armor they carry. That's the resentment they carry. That's the dislike they carry. I told somebody just a week ago, stop allowing people to take over your soul. He said, what? Stop allowing people to take over your soul. How can you let one individual stir up, kanji air, tell lies, manipulate the situation, and you know who you are? The only way they can do that is you don't know who you are. One thing a person don't want is to be ignored. Second thing, they don't want to be tuned out. Third thing, they don't want to know that they're irrelevant. When you do these three things, my seafood told me whack when I was in martial arts. Ignore, tune out. And don't even recognize the circumstance. Continue doing what you do. Our seafood used to teach us that and I learned that in martial arts school. No one wants to be ignored. No one wants to be tuned out. Tune out the atmosphere. When a person see they tuned out, they got to tune in. Because when people are being tuned out, they don't want to be tuned out for too long. Because you know why? They're going to say, I'm not relevant no more. She didn't tune me out. She didn't turn me off. She didn't turn the remote control off. She didn't turn the music down. She didn't move into another position. She didn't step into another door. He didn't walk over into another direction. He's walking under another tunnel. He didn't got up on the 76 expressway. Nobody wants to be ignored. No one wants to be tuned out. If you could do anything to anyone that is in disgust or hatred to you, tune them out in the atmosphere. You don't even exist. You ain't even on my level. You ain't even ready for prime time. You haven't got there yet. Wait till you get there and come back and see me. When people see they being tuned out of the atmosphere, they get the real disgust. Now, I really don't like him. Now, I don't like her. I don't like him. Because you know why? They being tuned out of the atmosphere. My late pastor used to talk about that. Shut it down. Don't keep it going. Don't keep conjuring nonsense. You keep conjuring nonsense and it's going to break you down. Okay. That's why our country is conjured up with a bunch of handguns, a bunch of violence. And we got all this going on because people are conjuring up foolishness, things in their mind that don't exist. Hate in their brain that's not even relevant. Dislike for something that they don't even know why they dislike it. A lot of conjuring of nothing. Taking innocent lives for nothing. Handguns rolling around the street and they're getting into everyone's hands. I'm not going to say the wrong hands. Everyone's hands. Because any hand that is in could be coincidentally the wrong hand to kill someone's loved one. Okay? We've seen the massive shootings that have been going on. We've been seeing people being gunned down for years and years and years. But we keep saying they have mental illness. They need to be into a hospital. They need to take their medication. But no one said, or maybe a few, had said it was hate. It was disgust. It was anger. It was rage. It was resentment. If they continue to work on what's going on and get a resolution, 
We won't have to worry about all this with these handguns. We ain't got to worry about people getting gunned down in front of their house. We don't have to worry about mass shootings on South Street. We don't have to worry about people getting killed in Buffalo up there at the supermarket. Because you know why? They made a resolution to the gun laws. If you make a resolution to what's going on, we don't have to keep being sad and saying, I got to get ready for another circumstance. It won't be a circumstance if we fix what's going on currently. Get the situation resolved. You got to get a learner's permit to get on the road. You got to get a driver's license to drive a car. You got to have insurance for the vehicle. And we take the same protocols to get on the road to get these handguns off out of the wrong hands and out of these folks' hands and houses, things will be much better off. We won't have people in the media standing up there saying, well, I'm reporting live. And we got another situation and this is happening here and we're truly sorry and we got to take interviews because it wouldn't happen if we had a resolution. But it takes a stand. It takes a commitment. It takes people being knowledgeable. It takes people being aware. It takes people knowing what the resolution is, understanding hate from not hating someone, understanding why you hate this person, understanding unkind behavior, evil actions indignity and understanding when you're in a battle for real when you're in war at the war zone in the army in afghanistan and in all this you on the battlefield you're in war when you're in your neighborhood you're not in war when you're on south street you're not in war when you're at the nightclub you're not in war when you're in the church building you're not in war when you're at the mosque jig you're not in war when you're in the nelson line you're not in war People don't know when they're in war yet. Put the handguns down. We don't want no more people getting gunned down in any country for the rest of the summer. We have a lot of innocent children playing outside, riding up and down, just trying to live a normal life on residential streets. How can we be better and protect our children if we keep having these evil actions? So it'd be another loved one. Being gunned down, another nine-year-old getting gunned down, another eleven-year-old getting gunned down. We had another senior citizen getting gunned down, another young lady coming back from the hair salon or pulling up in her car getting gunned down senselessly. Innocent, didn't have nothing to do with the situation, didn't have nothing to do with the evil action, didn't have nothing to do with the evil thoughts, didn't have nothing to do with the hate. Put it down, it ain't worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I can't stress this enough. I've lost loved ones in my own family because of gun violence. I don't want to lose another. People got to stand up for what's right. The same regulations we have, I reiterate, for getting on the road to drive a vehicle should be the same regulations and even much more for the gun laws. Someone said to me, why can't you be 65 years old to even get a handgun? At least you know they understand. You know a senior citizen ain't going to kill unless they pushed into that circumstance. All I say is put it down. Put the hate down. Not the handgun. Put the handgun down too. But put the hate down. Put it down. Please put it down. Get it out of your spirit. Get rid of it. Go talk to somebody. You ain't got to do it. This don't have to be your solution. Because it's going to be another innocent person. This doesn't have to be the solution. There's a lot of solutions. People think that they're enraged and they just want to kill everybody because they want to just get it off their chest. That's not the resolution. Find out what the circumstance at hand is and put the guns down. I continue with this episode. Only love is strong enough to cover or soothe the force of hate. What conflicts do we see caused by the hate in our home, our country right now? Where does hate lead? Self-destruct, in the prison, jobless, no finances, no home, no family. That's where the hate going to lead. It ain't worth it. It's not worth it. You're going to be left with nothing. You ain't going to even have the handgun because you didn't think. You didn't think about it for a minute. The minute I'm enraged, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to think about it and say, what is the repercussions if I do this? What's going to happen to my future? Where am I going to go? And then my family. I can't be so selfish because they depend upon me. 
Think about the family first, not you and your emotions. Most things are congeared on your emotions, not your brain power. Don't congeer your emotions because a broken heart can, can hurt. A broken heart can kill. A broken heart can destroy. A broken heart can do a whole lot of things and regret it in 24 hours. Don't let that broken heart be the, the killer. Don't let the broken heart be the one to make the suggestions for your life. Don't let that broken heart do that. Where does love lead? To a better life, to success, to greatness, to happiness. To a better outlook on life, to help someone. To be a leader, to be a director, to be someone that's in charge to make initiative. Maybe to someday to make a decision. To a, the right decision for someone. What is the outcome you want to see, guys? What is the outcome or which outcome do you want to see of change? I want to make sure that the gun laws for number one is put together properly and a safety measure. Proper training, the proper age that you're not underage getting a handgun. That there's proper consent the policies inform the proper way, right? I want to see more safe havens for children, more programming for our children, ways to keep our children out of harm's way and into safety. What I want to see is Congress, state representatives, Senators, council, being a part of everything. We are already taking part, but let's step up into it a little bit more. Let's be more proactive with regulations and policies. Let's make sure that we implement the policies properly that works to the advantage of the people that are suffering. That's what I want to see. Hate crushes live. Devastates families, shatters communities, hate fuels wars and takes lives. And sometimes we see crowds of all kinds.